0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com match. Just go to indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com match terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed. The super bowl is finally here and the NBA is in full swing. You might not be at the game, well, a lot of us won't be making the Super Bowl, but, you know, you can still be on the action at BetOnline. Will the Chiefs go back-to-back? Can Tom Brady claim ring number seven? BetOnline has all the action you need for the big game, plus hundreds of prop bets to keep the whole game entertaining. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the awesome sign bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Alright guys, welcome to our Pit Panther Rants and our Sports Rants Podcast. Brought to you by Armchair Media. Hashtag take a seat. It's Vlad Harris here. Happy Friday to you guys. I actually recorded a podcast. I think it was Wednesday. And I was... <clears throat> excuse me. I ran out of space. I guess for my... um Where I keep my podcasts and... Things got busy at work and just never got around to uploading it. And by that time... Pit... Um, I was talking about Pitt Hoops, and of course, they had a game against Virginia Tech, and well, but we'll get into that part here. We got the Super Bowl this weekend. I have no idea where I'm going to watch the game, if I'm going to watch the game anywhere. Um, I'll pro- I will mean, I found a place without the receiving that I may go to. Because the you know, temperatures gonna be like say two say three degrees. Either that, I may go to the same bar as usual and watch it. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. Worst case, I'll watch it at home. I mean, either way, I'm gonna watch the game no, no matter what because it's gonna be it's it'll be a good game. Excuse me, drink my coffee. Um... What else was I trying to get into? Um let's get to some pit stuff. I mean we'll start there we'll go a little bit we'll start with the stand win with the Super Bowl. Uh Pit Hoops won the other night against Virginia Tech, 16th ranked. 83-72. Xavier Johnson had 32 points after being benched, and uh, you know. Hopefully it's a wake-up call for him. But you know what? He's He's been here three years now. I mean, if yeah, he's been here three years now. And, and the fact that um, year three, we're benching him. It, um, for me, it's kind of alarming because he's supposed to be, at, at this point of his uh, career at Pitt, He's supposed to have leadership or express it. I'm sure he has it most for the most part, but I just think you know for is benching you, then there's something wrong. But you know what? He came into the game and scored thirty-two, and hopefully, whatever it was got rectified. That's I'll just leave it at that because I don't know Xavier enough to to judge him. So it's just you know to me, it's just alarming. But you know what? We've been at places that are jobs where even though we've been there been there several years, we get held accountable anyway, so you know, teach our own, I guess. But after Pitt's against Duke on January 19th, they lost a heartbreak to Heartbreak the Wake, as we know. Then they lost North Carolina, and then Notre Dame, they just well, they just checked out and they, you know they they lost a pretty bad game. But with any pit season, except for the Kevin Stallings years, because those were just bad. I would say mostly through the Dixon era, we always late January, early February is where we would hit a like a wall. Like we would just start losing games, and we think the season's in doubt. And then Pitt starts pulling, you know, a few, a wins, a few wins here and there, and then goes to the tor- you know then goes to the Biggie's tournament and pulls off you know finals. Appearance out their ass. The only difference is for any ACC, and that's just not going to happen. I don't think there's a conference tournament this year either. But you know, we, after a few losses, the season wasn't and Pit pulled this went out, and hopefully they they got UVA or uh, Virginia on on um, on you know tomorrow, which is Saturday. Hopefully that works out. I mean, it depends on who they play. I mean, if it's you know, if there's COVID issues, they may play Louisville. I mean, at least it's fun of my red right, eye. When I was reading the whole scenario thing for Saturday, I was confused, but right now they're on schedule for Virginia. So Virginia's fourteenth ranked. I mean they're still they're defending national champions still, which is weird because Yeah, they um we didn't have a tournament last year. So yeah, they're defending national champions. They're fourteenth ranked and they're no slouches. I mean Tony Bennett definitely has no slouch. He loves defense, and we all think um, total defense is not going to win games and or championships. But in his case, it did win. But of course, Tony also had really good players too. I mean, really good. I mean, his recruiting classes were really well. A pit overall as a hoops team nine and five. You can't go wrong with that. But Pitts overall nine and five. They're five and four at conference. You just you can't go wrong with that. They're six and four at home, three on three and one on the road, which is really good. I mean overall, I mean they've had a really you know Saint Francis was a disappointing loss, but they've recovered. I mean they would if they would have won that game, they'd be ten and four right now. But you know what, sometimes you just they you know, they just happen. But moving on to some other stuff, um, you know, because I'm far behind on a lot of things. You know, pit football wrapped up. It's recruiting class. Currently, right now, it's 26. I'm on, I'm on 24/7 Sports. Currently, it's 26 ranked. I mean, it's it depends on where you go. I mean, for for the rankings, you know, some people have a you know have about 22, but. There hasn't really been much. Uh, I mean, usually sign day in this February was a, was a big day, and thanks to the early sign period, there. Uh, yeah, there was just you know, there's just nothing there. I mean, we used to. I mean, we used to log on the message boards and be there all freaking day and. People, you know, making sure you know whoever signed signed. Um, you know, the other day Pitt's class was you know fourth in the ACC now it's fifth. But um, I'm reading um, an article from Griffin Floyd from Pittsburgh Sports Now, and he looks last year they were forty they were 44th in recruiting this year, 22nd. That was per rivals. And Pitt's class actually was fourth behind it Clemson, Miami, North Carolina. And it highlights the Central Catholic star, Elliot Donald, who was a younger brother. He was, you know, nephew of Aaron Donald. I almost called him younger brother. And then, of course, Pitt's class includes top t- t- two of the other top printer players Quan Brown and Virginia Beach, and Naki Johnson, West Mifflin. They're, you know, two top players. Two appeal standouts during four defensive tackle. And of course, Stephon Hall Central Valley. But uh, Pitt, um, one thing they really did was they load up on offensive line and defensive line. They, four defensive linemen, four offensive linemen, six defensive backs. And of course, uh, if you look by the geography here. As I look for the as I look from uh you know from the um the breakdown. Pitt landed um six kids from Pennsylvania, but a whole rest of the class, I mean, actually was from the south. I mean, you had at least according to this list, you had four you, know, you had four players from Florida, four from Virginia, two from Georgia, one from Maryland, one from Texas. So that's uh eight, ten, twelve. Although I think two players well actually one actually one player is a um is still a hard commit. He hasn't I don't think he signed, so eleven players from the um the South and from the Big Ten, you know, Big Ten country you got ten players. Well, actually eleven now because Maryland's in the big you know because Maryland's in the uh Maryland's in the Big Ten now. Actually in the in that guy was a transfer. They pulled a kid out of um, Austin, Texas by the name of Nate Yarnell. which, Lake Travis, is a very um, pretty good school for football and especially quarterbacks and for Pitt to land, something like that. I mean, the fact they pulled some kid out of Austin is a big thing because if, uh, if Texas isn't going to get this kid, probably some of Big Ten, Big 12 program is going to get him. Or, if not, he's going to go to SMU or at U of H, which are still pretty decent schools. Now, the architect behind Pitts Recruiting, Chris Beatty, he left for, um, he took a job at the NFL with the Chargers. You know, he did a hell of a job recruiting. I can see, I mean, if he's not going to go anywhere in college, I'm sure. I mean, if if you got a shot to go to the NFL rather than some other college football program, you go to the NFL, and that's what he did. I mean, he got an NFL job, and boom, he left. I can't blame him for that. I, um, if the NFL calls you, you go. That's the thing. They, it's, it's pros. You go. I'm sure he could have went anywhere else, maybe like a, you know, an SEC program or a Big Ten program that would offer him a lot of money. I mean, he could have went to those, any of those programs. But, I mean, that's, if you're going to get a pro job, go get a pro job. But Pitt did hire a linebackers coach to replace Rob Harley, who was a big loss. Ryan Malonek, or Malonek as you call him, he's a um, former standout player at Cincinnati, so obviously he's got some connection with Narduzzi because that's where Narduzzi was. And I guess uh, he, you know, he's supposedly going to be pretty, you know. Pretty good up a coming guy. I mean, he was with Bucknell, I guess. And he did pretty well up until you know the pandemic happened and he obviously has a lot of um lot of you know a lot of you know a lot, you know, lot of potential. So Pitt hired him. They passed up on on a whip I guess on a whip on, a whip, on a, um they passed up on a whipy guy, Erica Sperrowitz, I believe, is who they passed up on. Which is odd because he's a Pitt legacy, but as well, when you don't, I mean that's that's the thing. When you when you turn down the whippy, the whippy gets mad. They don't mind turning us us down, but we turn them down. It's you know, it's like we committed you know mass murder or something like that. But Rob Harley went to um, Arkansas State to be a defensive coordinator, which Pat Dizzy threw threw some kind of a shade against them. I have no idea why. I mean, Arkansas State's a good job, and plus. Rob Harley's going from a position coach to a defensive coordinator. I mean, eventually Rob's young. He you gotta move up sometime, and he's moving up. But anyways, whatever. But, you know, I like where we're going with all this. I'm curious who we hire for Chris, you know, what the future brings for Pitt football after this. I mean, we have a nice class and Kenny Pickett's returning. Receivers, we got a wealth of receivers. Running back, let's hope we can get somebody there that that can you know handle the rock. I mean, at the I mean, at the end of the day, we got to do something. Supposedly, Mark Richt said Pitt's going to be the second best team behind Clemson. I don't, I don't buy it. I mean, I looked at the schedule. I mean, we're going to probably go... We're going to find some way to go seven five eight four. 4 I mean, there's... We always have some sort of... I don't know what it is. Just... Just... We have... We find ways to lose games, I guess. Now, just to remind you guys. The Super Bowl is here. Will the Chiefs go back-to-back? Will Tom Brady claim the seventh ring? Go to Battleline.com. Or, better, I mean, actually, Battleline.ag. i so used to say But it's ag. For all the action you need for this big game, plus hundreds of prop bets to keep your game entertaining, they'll go an extra mile to make sure you get all everything imaginable this season. Game spreads the totals, the team player, and coaching props. Head the Bell on today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great side bosses. Bell on your online sportsbook expert. Now let's get to the game, you guys. The Super Bowl. It just feels weird. It's actually the Super Bowl, but games at 630 Eastern time. 5 Central. Right now, the Chiefs are a 3.5-point favorite in this game. Over-under is 56.5. I don't know about this. I Part of me thinks this game is going to go under. But I could be wrong. But um, I think the key here is Preparation. The reason why Tampa Bay is in the Super Bowl because of preparation. They were prepared, in their, especially in the last two games, they came in prepared. Mm-hmm. They had great first halves. And, you know, actually, in terms of um, the Saints, I mean, the Saints, they, they, actually, they actually were fine for, the, for most, pretty much most of the game because they had Drew Brees to prepare against, and it wasn't the Drew Brees of like 10 years ago. It's a Drew Brees. Drew Brees. It's over forty, and he was showing his age. I mean, he was definitely showing his age in that game. Actually, this season, Drew Brees really showed his age. It's just he had really good, talented players around him to, to bail him out. It almost feels like Big Ben in a way. Although Big Ben, last part of the season, just I really didn't care if he moved on. And I, and I feel if you have if you have a chance to get the Sean Watson. You make that you tell Ben to move on and go grab the Sean, but what do I know? But then the next week, Tampa Bay had Aaron Rodgers to face. But the problem is, is they had a new new the Packers have a new coach, and obviously the Packers were were prepared for this game. And by the time they uh, woke up, it was too late. And they made that mind-boggling decision to kick a field goal instead of going for that touchdown. I mean, sure, you need a two-point conversion. But yeah, I just, I don't get it. But uh, there's two former Steelers in this game. There's, Le- there's Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, who were a big part of the whole controversy, I think it was like a year or two ago. Was it last year? I don't know. It was so long ago. They pretty much point the pointed, I mean, whatever the issues they had, they pointed the finger at Ben Roethlisberger, and you know how that went. It was a Ben versus them whole thing, and it still kind of is. And people said, well, Ben won this whole war, and now Ben gets to watch him play in the Super Bowl. But I don't I don't know. I think Le'Veon Bell may be out with an injury. I don't think he's going to play. Well, he's questionable, supposedly. Antonio Brown right now, he's, oh, he's on, he, he's, um okay he's on the healthy list. I think the Chiefs will cover the three and a half because um, I think unlike the rest of the NFC teams I think they'll, they'll be prepared for the, for, the, for the buccaneers. so I think this will be a tough game. Brays gonna have to really come out firing all cylinders like he's been That is the buccaneers give him time to throw the ball. But he's got a nice back foot of Ronald Jones II and Leonard Fournette. And he's got, you know, he's got Godwin and Evans. Gronk really isn't as grunk as we know, but... Either way, I think the Bucks aren't, aren't going to be a pushover in this game regardless. But... Uh, We'll see what happens. Um, you know, Kansas City, obviously, is Kansas City. They're going to come out firing as, as they've been. Although they sit the, um, you know, they sit Mahomes' uh, toe hasn't been hurt. You know, it's been bothering him. But I don't buy it. I mean, he's he's still a hell of a, hell of a player. I mean, they made, they, I mean, Kansas City has a really good defense. They made Josh Allen look looks like the Josh Allen that, we, that we've all come to know and love. So, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. I would love to take the Bucks on upset, but I think there's, I don't know, there's, it all depends. If, if they can't pressure Brady, I think it's going to be a long game. But overall, we're getting, you know, we're getting a good matchup here. I mean, regardless, I know people hate seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, but he's just a hell of a player. And we're not just getting Tom Brady, we're getting the Buccaneers have a really good defense. You know, thanks to Jordan Whitehead, Pitt alumni. And of course, they have a wealth of offensive, you know, arsenal as well. So, I think overall it's going to be a fun game. So yeah, I like the Chiefs in this one. I like them buy a touchdown, but Parmy really thinks this game goes under. I mean, fifty six and a half. Uh eh, it may go over, but I just think a good. I think maybe it's. I think if it's fifty six and a half, I think it's like a twenty, twenty one score. I'm thinking. I just can't see you know. Well, let's add let's add the numbers here. Twenty plus twenty one is actually that's forty nine. Okay, so my so my um my math education has not totally fallen off and totally. Anyways, guys, have a great weekend. Held a pit. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the pit game tomorrow. I'll see you guys next week.